It's back again. We thought it was dead, but it's back. It always comes back. Hey everybody, welcome to another one of these. We've only got a few more left. Good news, my ghost meter arrived today. The bad news is I couldn't get out to use it, but the good news is it's here. Um, it's as crappy looking as I thought it would be, maybe even a little more. Um, it does say I can charge for doing paranormal services though. So maybe I won't even be going into work tomorrow. Today, we've got a little story about a man named Jim Sullivan, James Anthony Sullivan, uh, disappeared at age 34. He was an American singer-songwriter and guitarist who reached, he released two albums before he disappeared without a trace in New Mexico. So here's the deal. Let's just go through the bio real quick. He grew up in uh, California where his Irish-American parents... Irish-American is linked on here, too. I've just become very fascinated with the things that that uh, Wikipedia is like, oh, we should link that. Uh, he His parents had moved from Nebraska to work in the defense industry. A tall man, he was a high school quarterback. According to self-written liner notes on his first LP, he grew up in a government housing project with a bunch of Okies and Arkies and decided to play music after listening to local blues groups. He married and played guitar in a local rock band, The Survivors, with his only sister-in-law, or with his sister-in-law, Kathy Doran. He and a friend bought a bar near their college, but it lost money, and in 1968, he moved with his wife, Barbara, and young son to Los Angeles. Uh, while his wife worked at Capitol Records, Sullivan wrote songs and performed in increasingly prestigious clubs in the Los Angeles area, in particular, he became established at the Raft Club in Malibu, where he became friends with Hollywood figures, including Lee Majors, Lee Marvin, and Harry Dean Stanton. Not another Lee. It's like, which other Lee could he find? Stan Lee! He appears as an extra in the movie Easy Rider and performed on the Jose Feliciano television show. His friends contributed the funding that allowed him to record an album of his songs with leading Los Angeles sessions musicians, blah, blah, blah. Um, after somebody at Capitol turned down the opportunity to release his record, it was issued by Sullivan's friend Al Dobbs on a small record label, Mani, M-O-N-N-I-E, Money. maybe he was a bad speller, a label he set up for that purpose. 
The album UFO was released in 1969, and featured Sullivan's songs in a style blending folk rock country that has been compared with Fred Neal, Tim Harden, Gene Clark, and Joe South, people that we all know and love. The album, blah, blah, blah. Um, Disappearance. Let's talk about the disappearance. Sullivan left Los Angeles on March 4th, 1975 to drive to Nashville alone in his Volkswagen Beetle. Because Nashville's where you go to see if what is said is so. The next day, after being cautioned by a highway patrol officer regarding his driving, he checked into the La Mesa Motel in Santa Rosa, New Mexico. Later reports suggest he did not sleep there and left his key inside the room and that he bought vodka at the town store. So far, so good. He was seen the following day about 26 miles, 42 kilometers, Jesus, away at a remote ranch owned by the Gennetti family. His car was later found abandoned at the ranch, and he was reportedly last seen walking away from it. The car contained Sullivan's money, papers, guitar, clothes, and a box of his unsold records. He was never seen again, and reports have variously attributed his disappearance to being murdered, becoming disoriented and lost, or particularly in the light of the title of his first album, which was uh, UFO, Alien Abduction. Ten, ten, ten! Search parties failed to find any... Tra- oh, fuck. They found no trace of him. A decomposed body resembling Sullivan was later found in a remote area several miles... Oh! Was found several miles away, but was determined not to be his. Whew, that was a close one. I thought I just train wrecked my own pot of ween episode because i was like oh so they just found his body but then they're like oh no jk um sullivan's records especially ufo developed a cult following in later years partly because of their rarity and obscurity in 2010 matt sullivan no relation see that that is a parenthesis i'm interested in the founder of light in the attic records decided to reissue ufo and made serious attempts to uncover the mystery of Sullivan's disappearance, interviewing many of those who knew him and those involved in his recordings, but revealing little new information. So there you go. Let's see. Can I see this? Ooh, the strange tale of Jim Sullivan's UFO from Aquarium Drunkard. So they talked about the re-release of the thing. I run a little label. He disappeared. Some think he fell afoul of a local family with alleged mafia ties. That seems weird, but okay. Some think he was ducted by aliens. That seems a lot more realistic. Um, By coincidence or not, his debut album was titled UFO. Um, A couple years ago, I stumbled upon it. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, this is... uh, Somebody, John Rankin, May 22nd, 2008. I was thinking about my friend Jim Sullivan and decided to Google his name. I found the site and not much more. Jim's wife, Barbara, was my secretary at Capitol Records. I tried to get him signed, but they thought he was too much like their new artist, James Taylor, at the time. I left Capitol and played bass for Jim in bars around L.A. for maybe a year on and off. Many years ago, I heard that he had disappeared. I think it was in New Mexico. He was pulled over by a trooper because he was driving funny parentheses, swerving, probably drunk. (laughs) He was driving funny. It was hilarious. I was laughing as fast as he was driving. 
The trooper found that he was just tired and told him about a motel up the road. When they looked for him, they found his guitar on the bed and his truck still parked where he put it. But no Jim. This is the story I was told by a very reliable source a very, lo- source a very long time ago. I would like to hear from anyone who might be associated with Jim. I have some good stories and memories. By the way, he was an easy writer. I was at his house the day after they finished filming. So that was a post from some kind of uh, whatever. So let's see. Here's the next posting. I'm Jim's sister-in-law. He was an easy writer, the commune scene wearing his lion's cowboy hat. He was an extraordinary writer and guitarist. He taught me a little guitar when I was in high school. After years of having some small success and seeing some of his music stoled, she put stolen, he became a troubled soul who developed a drinking problem. He did disappear in New Mexico, as John Rankin said. I still listen to his albums with tears in my eyes. So then basically, this guy called all over the place to try and find um, find Jim with no luck. Although there was, there was a, a part of this interview, too, where someone was saying that they thought it was weird because uh, that Jim would just walk off without his guitar and stuff because he was always like, well, you know, if I get stuck in a town or something, I can always just, uh, I can always just play my guitar and panhandle and make a little cash. So there you go. Kind of interesting, huh? You can buy the CD for $15 or the MP3 for $10. See, this is why digital music never worked, because it costs like the same, and you're like, but you didn't have to do anything. Shouldn't it cost way less to store a file? So because, uh, because I'm a good guy, what I did is I decided to make a slightly spooky, slightly remixed version of UFO so that you all could listen to it. I feel like I've remixed it enough that it is a transformative use and I won't get in trouble. And the aliens won't abduct me or the FBI won't say, helpful snowman, huh? This doesn't seem reasonable. And I'd have to say, you're right. I can't, I can't make an argument about the artistic merits here, is my point. But I can play for you the song UFO by Jim Sullivan... As remix, this is the Helpful Snowman remix. So I hope you enjoy it, and I hope you find it spooky. Was Jim Sullivan abducted by aliens? This show says yes. Definitively yes. Seems like the most likely scenario. Is it possible he ran afoul of someone? Sure. Is it possible he drunkenly fell in a ditch or something? Also sure. But I'm pretty sure that what really happened was an alien abduction. Debuting at number one on the Helpful Snowman charts. This is UFO. Chicken like a leaf on the desert heat. Daddy's got a bag that's so hard to beat. I bought me a ticket, got a front row seat. I'm taking down the show. With a glass of ice. Looking at the sun, dancing to the sky. Did it go? Body in the pool. Bull in the book I read, 